1: I do. Yeah, the shoot the boot that the Lions would not draft a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. All right, not too worried about that. Like, can I just ask you a, a subtle question? Like that? Not oh, it's that a subtle question. Well, not that you're too worried about it, but but is there it, maybe there's? It's a question whether or not there's been a subtle change. Are you slightly more worried about it now than when you made the guarantee?
2: Yeah, and ever so slightly, I would okay. say so. Because
1: I even laid out a plan
2: yesterday before the news that Deron Payne was going to be uh, franchised, Um, that could have led to me saying, go get a quarterback at six. You know, if they'd gotten a free agent of consequence at all three levels on the defense, then I'd be open to it. Mm -hmm. You know, use one of those first-round picks on a corner, and the other one, you could take a quarterback. Um, Look, that can still happen. I mean, it's not like it's it's all done because Teron Payne's off the board. They could still do something. And 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 I've said all along that if if Bryce Young ever slipped a six, I would take him in a heartbeat. Uh, CJ Stroud is become is entering that territory for me as well. I think he's going to be really good.
1: All right. So and then the follow up question is yesterday I I asked you a question. You you had a quick no. I ask you again the same question. Do you think we will see Alex Delkovich this year as a Red Wing? No. Okay, still don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Hellberg was good in the first. I but there were some soft goals he gave up. The Wings didn't play well in front of him. I would have put everything into trying to win the first game because I think there's a ton of pressure on the team that loses the first game to win tonight. But we'll see if the Wolverines are or the Wolverines. I'm sorry, the Red Wings are up to it. Um, with that said, Gator, last night post game, Ben Sherratt talking to the media the the one of the big topics was the physicality that the senators brought to the table and here's what he said about it something that doesn't come natural to our team
2: oh boy get ready
1: hello 1998 <laughs> are the red wings physical enough do the red wings need to get tougher do the Red Wings need to go get someone at the trade deadline? Do they need to get bigger on the blue line? I mean, I don't know what it was from 1998, but this feels like it's more a more like 19... ninety
2: nine than ninety eight. Whatever. It feels like a, it feels
1: like that. a late nineties Red Wings topic.
2: Yeah, it, it uh it certainly does. And that's what they did at the trade deadline in ninety nine. If you recall that trade deadline, that was fantastic. That's when they went out and they traded for uh Alf Samuelson. And Wendell Clark and Chris Chelios. Uh, Bill Ranford was part of that as well. Um, did all those moves on the trade deadline and didn't really help them at all. I was very disappointed because I was a huge Wendell Clark fan. He played like two games as a Red Wing and just could, he could never stay healthy. That was his problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chelios stuck around. Obviously, that one worked out. Ulf Samuelson played like a dozen games and never played with the Red Wings again. Um but it's always been the case. They're not tough enough. They're not tough enough. And you know and it feels like it comes from our generation, Doug, because our generation, we got to see when we're teenagers, we get to watch the Bruce brothers go out there, Koser and Probert and just hammer people every night. Yep. But I think people confuse toughness with fighting. And they're two totally different things. You watched the game last night. Ottawa played with great toughness. They were they were hitting everybody that was moving. They didn't care. Sticking up for themselves, but they didn't. It wasn't because they were dropping the gloves and fighting. No, it was just the style of play. It was very aggressive, and that's different than just fighting. So can the Red Wings? I mean, that that's this is why I don't want to get rid of Tyler Bertuzzi because Tyler so Bertuzzi
1: plays this style of that's, hockey. That's that's the thing, right? Is Bertuzzi is it cranked up? We'll see how they respond tonight. And I mean, it's one game. You don't want to overreact. But you also want to see what's happening. And Sherrod said it himself in that soundbite that it isn't something that comes as natural to the Red Wings, and especially the young guys. Now, do they need to, um, do they need to make a change? Do they need to go get somebody? Or do they just need to grow up a little bit? Or cause the other thing is is, you know, there was some talk of, hey, we got to play our game. Like, don't cater our game to what they do. Let them do that. But as the Red Wings are still developing an identity, it's not like back in the day when you had the Russian five and you knew you could possess the puck for three minutes at a right. time. <laughs> you know, you back then you didn't need to, I put in quote, stoop to anybody else's level, but well, it, you didn't need to muck it up.
2: Yeah, but those teams also had Brendan Shanahan. Yes, they did. You know, and they had other players that were that could you know, kind of police things if, if things got out of control, but they also had the guys like Shanahan that would play that style of hockey, and mm-hmm. Darren McCarty on those teams. and. You know, they had the grind line that would get under the skin of other teams. Uh, they don't – this is a different group of guys that they have right now, and this is why people said, well, maybe they need a Giovanni Smith type. It, 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 they need, he need to be in the lineup. But Giovanni Smith doesn't have perhaps enough talent where he deserves to be out there. I'm not looking for that fourth that fourth-line goon. They need more guys like Bertuzzi is what they need.
1: So the thing about it is, like I said, one game – it's just all part of the it's a it's a data point, but the same thing happens tonight it does make you wonder a little bit it does make you wonder. I probably wouldn't change too much of the direction of the organization, but i I do know it's a hot button topic in Detroit, which is why we bring it up yeah
2: I mean it it hurts because I see the guy that I always wanted as a red wing um for years, well, there were a couple guys, but the one guy who was a forward I always wanted was Keith Kachuk.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And watching his kids go out and play the way that he played, yep. it's it's like, yes, that's who I want. Guy that's that bringing, guy. The
1: guy that's bringing the hammer.
2: The guy who's bringing the hammer and who's going to score 40 goals. That's the guy I want on my team.
1: 248-539-9797, Ron and Rochester. What's up, Ron?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, just kind of getting back to last night's game. I saw a lot of social media and hockey stuff on, you know, different platforms. And, I mean, this morning, man, it's just been nothing but embarrassment to the wings, showing clips of Kachuk, going up to the bench. Who wants it? You know, I'll take any one of you. I mean, like you guys have talked about, but it's like, who, who is going to step it up tonight? Who is going to, you know, go after Kachuk? Or, or just Just for pride alone, I mean regardless of the playoff race and trying to win the game and this and that. I mean, all these guys follow social media, all these wings have, you know, Instagram accounts and stuff like that. They're seeing all this stuff too. I mean, it's like, when is enough enough? When, when, when do you feel embarrassed yourself, you know? And then you got Sherrod kind of pointing out, you know, Hey, we're not really a physical team. I mean, it's somewhat embarrassing that, you know, I mean, they're highlighting these clips and and it's like, I am curious to see tonight who's going to step it up. You know, we talk of Giovanni Smith and this and that. I I personally feel he's definitely not the man for, for the job. Well, no, Uh, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm I'm pointing out that
2: that's the kind of guy that that the fans would point to over the last couple of years and say they want to see him play because he, he does play that style even though, but he doesn't deserve to be on the ice. You need to find somebody that
1: blend, I mean, I well, hear it's a he's not here anymore either. Right? Yeah. You're saying that style of player, I, I guess, you know, I I think it's only a crisis, Ron, if they don't respond tonight. And respond doesn't mean you know go out and get into a bunch of fights. It's just not get out physical to the point where you're taken out of your game. Because I think this is a young team. I, the reason I'm not embarrassed, he said he's embarrassed, is because it is a young team that's finding its identity. It is a young team that. Look, what do they say about the Stanley Cup playoffs? They're a grind. It's the toughest yep. championship to to play. At the end of every Stanley Cup championship run, or a run to the Stanley Cup finals, win or lose, playing that many intense hockey games in that period of time, you're more likely to come away with stitches than not. You're more likely to come away with a, with a, a disfigurement than not. I mean, it's just the way it is, and... And I'm not I'm not mad at anybody from from them not respond you know not knowing because this is this is what playoff hockey is right it's usually damn physical and last night was damn physical and the Red Wings were on the short end of it and okay now, our man Ron was embarrassed <laughs> well I, it, I don't think it's embarrassing when you're kind of a young team finding its identity no but
2: um, maybe some of those players will take it that way. Well, and and I think after a game like being called out, you're right. You might be right. It's the biggest thing of all is that you lost six to two. That's the biggest thing, you know. And then you add all these other things to it, and it 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 hurts. It stinks. You you can't have that. You need to you needed to show up and be a better team last night than what you were. You can't just point at the goaltender and say he didn't get the job done. You guys scored twice. That's not enough. And you didn't score the game before, so find a way to get the puck in the net and also while you're at it pretty please can you
0: keep the puck out of your own net was that playoff hockey last night what ottawa played
2: what ottawa played was yeah so
0: does that give you like make you kind of scared if the wings do get into the playoffs it's going to be like that because they're not used to this
2: yeah because that's what that's what we saw when they faced uh tampa bay and we all know
0: boston my god yeah they just
2: teams that are faster bigger and stronger and that's just what they're going to do they're going to
1: just smoke it, and that's what happened last night. Two, four, eight, five, three, nine, 97, 97, 97 one the ticket.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.